You're listening to the Counterculture Mom Show. Our kids are under fire every day with the media and pop culture persuading them to give up their faith and Christian values. Stay tuned now as former Hollywood actress and pop culture expert Tina Griffin helps you counter these messages and safely navigate today's pop culture chaos. It might be difficult to pull your child away from his mini or her mini screen. That's right. But our next guest says if there's a will, there's a way. She's here to show us how to create that perfect balance. Arlene Pelican is the author of Growing Up Social. All right. You set up some guidelines yeah. for us. Yeah. Uh, first off, set up guidelines. Yes. A lot of parents do not have a game plan. And so whatever happens, happens. And so the American Academy of Pediatrics, they recommend no screen time for babies to two years old. Okay. And then two hours for kids two to 18. And I know many parents out they're like, we do a lot more than two hours. And so just consider... Two to 18? Two, age two to 18, two hours of screen time would be that optimal. Like that seems would like be, a lot to would me, be optimal. Maybe. And then there'll be other parents that will say, well, that's how will I get sure. there. So wherever you're at, consider these guidelines and then make incremental changes towards where you want to go. Okay, you're a mom of three, right? Yeah. Now, you say there should be screen-free zones, including yes. mealtime. Yes, mealtime is a huge thing. And you know you've been in the restaurants and you're thinking, you're here, you're paying for dinner, talk to each other. Right. So author, uh, my co-author, Dr. Gary Chapman sees a lot of different families and you see this breakdown where people are not communicating so make sure that meal times that's a time where there are no phones parents included and no video games and let that be a time of communication and really set aside that meal time and you really see it as kids get older when they cannot yeah. communicate with adults cannot talk to their teachers cannot right. express themselves at all yeah. they're most comfortable looking down right all right. You also say evaluate the content with ABCs. Yes, because you also want to know what is my child watching. So the A, the attitude. You know when your child is done with something, what is their attitude like? B, the behavior. What kind of behavior does this show they're watching or this video game they're playing? What does it make them do? And then the character. What character is being encouraged in my child by watching this? Because obviously technology can be very positive, but it can also be very negative. The screen time epidemic is real, people. We've got to get our kids off these screens so they can live a real life in the real world. If you want your kids to do well socially and relationally, get them off of their tablets and outdoors experiencing real life and God's great creation. Arlene Pelican is a speaker, host of the Happy Home podcast, and author of books such as Screen Kids, Parents Rising, and 31 Days to a Happy Husband. She's been on the Today Show, Focus on the Family, and the Wall Street Journal. She and her husband, James, decided to delay smartphones, video games, and social media for their three kids, and they've said, it's been amazing. I know you're excited to find out how to detect your child in this technology week here on the Counterculture Mom Show. I'm your host, Tina Griffin, excited to talk with Arlene Pelican, speaker, author, and podcast host. Arlene, how you doing? I'm doing great. So nice to be with you, Tina. I have to say with the clip we just watched, it's like, oh, my hair was poofier then. So I'm thinking about that. And that I'm also thinking, so it's so funny, right? And then that book, Growing Up Social, that is what we revamped. That book came out in 2014. And so much has happened since then. So that has now been repackaged and revised as Screen Kids. I cannot wait. I was dying reading over your pre-show questionnaire thinking, can we get this woman in the mix now? And that was two two months ago already. So I couldn't sleep the last two months. I was dying to talk to you because, you know, even as counterculture mom here and trying to watch carefully with all the research that goes past my desk every week, knowing full well the damaging effects of too much technology or the wrong media going into my kids' brains, I still feel like they're on tech gadgets too much. So I want your advice selfishly. I have you on the program today to make sure the Griffin gang has our, you know, house in order is 
all screen time equal. Explain the difference between digital vegetables and digital candy and, and what's the dangers of the digital candy? Yeah. So if I, Tina, gave my children a family size bag of M&Ms, you know, obviously candy and said, hey, guys, this is delicious. You know, just keep this with you. Hold it like use it as a purse, attach it to your body, but just eat 10 per day and you'll be great. It's like, who could do that? Like that is impossible. So it's candy. And the same applies in the digital world when you hand a child a tablet or a phone and expect the child to be like, oh, just watch your one program and then give this back to me. It's it's not it doesn't work that way. So digital candy, those are the things that your child gets in trouble for doing. That you're saying, please get off that. It's time to go to dinner. It's time for your do your homework. We're going to leave for church now. Turn that off. It's time for bed. Why won't you turn that off? They're most likely on digital candy. So digital vegetables, that's like, okay, they're doing calculus or they're learning a foreign language or they're learning how to change the oil in the car. Like it's something that you say, Bravo. I'm so happy that you're learning, you know, about this third world country and how you can reach out and and build a water well. Like, this is amazing. I love this. So, you know, when it's a digital vegetable, it's something positive. It's something good. They don't get in trouble for it and they're not addicted to it and they're never doing it at three o'clock in the morning. So very simply put, it really does help you to see like in the in the nutritional world, you know, there are vegetables and there are candy. And obviously the vegetables are things that your children need to be fed. They don't, you, most kids don't gravitate toward that broccoli and just go for it, you know? And in the same way, we we embrace the technology because we know there are digital vegetables on there. We know there is something good here. So we will embrace this tech. But unfortunately, if you take the average child and you say, what are you doing? They're not eating a vegetable. You know, they are full binging candy, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And even with your young children and your teenagers, you can talk in this way, like, hey, is this a digital vegetable? Is this digital candy? Help them to start understanding, hey, I am just wasting time right now for 15 minutes, and that's okay. And then at the end of my little candy, I'm going to be done, and I'm going to go do something else versus them just mindlessly scrolling. And because in the same way candy makes your body sick, that digital candy also makes a child sick. And that's why you see so many mental health problems today. Absolutely. The, the mental mind manner you want to roll. I almost want to play this video over and over again and have my kids dig into this digital vegetable. I'm going to mandate that all four kids watch <laughs> your episode. Exactly. Digital vegetable and have them repeat it a couple times. You're right on. I just told my oldest son, Jake, who's 13, almost 14. He loves doing stuff online, doesn't do a lot of it because we do online homeschool, a Becca curriculum. So they get a lot of all online already. And I, I don't even like it for their eyes to see so much screen and brightness for the brain. And, you know, it just hurts you physically if it's too much, the neck strain, all that. But for the fun stuff, he's really started to gravitate towards a pilot. He wants to become a, a, a pilot. So he's been looking at planes and that kind of deal and just falling in love with it online. So I totally hear what you're talking about. We're trying to get them off the candy onto the vegetable and talking about candy, too much online digital candy. We see the rise in obesity among our youth, too, from not enough outside, you know, getting active. So I love it. You have this phenomenal quote on your site. Kids are so used to that constant dopamine, and that's why they're having such a hard time paying attention. Please nail this home more in detail. I can notice that even in my kids or myself, it's hard to pay attention with this. Can you explain how that works? 
Think of how we used to watch TV like Mr. Rogers. So some of us are old enough to have watched Mr. Rogers, one camera, one man talking very slowly. <laughs> there wasn't, it wasn't that exciting, but we were riveted. We were like, this is amazing. This is awesome. And then look at the child's, you know, television today. And obviously it's multicolor. It's blowing up. There's so much change. There's color. It's all, everything's changing and it's always, it's very fast paced. And so our kids, they're so used to this dopamine. Uh, you know, our brains are seeking pleasure. Our brains are seeking that. Wow. And, you know, to go on a roller coaster once in a while is very exciting. But my daughter and I, when she was in fourth grade, we got stuck on one. It wouldn't, it just, it went and then it, the, the restraint didn't go up and that wasn't fun at all. And then we went again to rerun it and she didn't like that at all. And you know what? The brain, it likes a little bit of dopamine. Like that's exciting. But one, we are overloading too much dopamine. So it's like riding that roller coaster all day long. So it's not just one half an hour of, you know, wow, look at this frenetic, frenetic but it's hours and hours and hours of entertaining video. So in that way, their dopamine, it's getting numb, like the same things that would bring them pleasure. They have to have more of it to bring them pleasure. So maybe the kid who was okay with one cartoon now wants two cartoons. Now the cartoon they used to like, oh, it's too kiddish. I want more of an action cartoon. And the same kid when you took them around the block, you know, and they said, oh, look at that puppy. That's so cute, you know, or whatever, and really could stay there for a long time. That same kid after after a minute or two, it's like, okay, what's next? What's next? You know, so there we seek that dopamine. Dopamine is a rewarding kind of thing. It's like, oh, you've come here and I'm going to reward you. And the problem is when the brain develops all those pathways that their reward is from video games, their reward is from YouTube, their reward is from social media. And it's hard to compete with that because it's been wired. It's not neutral. There are brain scientists, there are psychologists, there are thousands of people that have programmed that game, that show that have tested it over and over to make sure it's as sticky as possible to keep your attention, to give you that pleasure hit. And so for kids, then the I really like what um, Andrew Huberman says from Stanford, that addiction, it's the gradual narrowing of what brings you pleasure. And so in your child's brain, you want an opening of what brings them pleasure that, oh, I like sailing and I like flying and I like kites and I like, you know, you want that to widen instead of narrow that I only am happy when I'm playing video games or on my phone or with social media or holding a tablet. And that's really what we're risking in the brain is that their main dopamine source is with a device instead of with a person or with an experience or with God. Wow, you just dropped a bomb. Um, That is absolutely phenomenal. The way you explain that is superb. What are the other ramifications of too much dopamine besides what you just shared? Yeah. You know, and there's, and there's other things because dopamine, it's like an excited neuron. And after a while, you can only shake it so much and then it starts shutting down. And so then there are less dopamine receptors available. And that's why it takes more pleasure to get it going again because there are less receptors. On the other hand, there's serotonin and that's a very calming neuron. That's the neuron that hugs you and it's like, everything's going to be okay. And that serotonin makes people happy. And that's, you know, from conversation and and laughter with people and sunshine and being out so that you can have 
you know, in huge supply and it never really affects you. And then with the brain, like let's say your child is playing a video game, the part in their brain, the prefrontal cortex, that's their executive decision-making center. This is what regulates emotions. This is what's like, I probably should stop <laughs> groveling on the floor right now, or I probably should go to the bathroom because I've been sitting here for four hours. That part of their brain doesn't get any blood flow because when they're playing the video game, they think like fight or flight, like I'm in danger. And so their body puts all the blood around the major organs to keep your kid alive, breathing in your you know living room, just let's keep this kid alive. And the prefrontal cortex doesn't get any blood flow. If that happens once in a while, that's not really a big deal. But if this happens day after day, hour after hour, year after year, that's why when they talk about the brain, they say, oh, it's fully developed at 25. Now they're saying, oh, it's fully developed at age 30 because it hasn't developed enough while the child is young. So really you're saying to yourself, wait a minute, I'm a counterculture mom. I don't want my child to have that foggy brain that I see a lot of 20-somethings have. Yep. I want them to have a brain that is emotion can re regulate themselves emotionally, that can have self-control, that can see situations into the future and understand, wait a minute, if I do this drug, where am I going to be in five years? You know, That part of their brain needs to be developed, and that's what we're trying to protect through limiting their screen time. You are dropping the bombs. Okay. It's, I'm not saying I know like everything. That's, that's not at all what I'm trying to say here, but I've done so much research on this stuff yeah. and you are giving me insight and information I have not even thought about in the 25 years that I've done research on this different angle with the prefrontal cortex. I've been talking mm -hmm. to teens for the last 20 some years around this country about the dangers of violent entertainment, violent imagery from these video games, violent lyrics scenes in movies, because the prefrontal cortex is not developed till you said mid twenties, almost 30 years old. And that's the decision center making part of the brain. So on top of what you just said, if their brains aren't fully developed and it's numb and hardly any blood flow happens because of what they're constantly doing with the saturation of entertainment and media and tech gadgets, they are also not going to be able to make decent decisions because that part is not being fully developed. And look what we're seeing among our youth today and early 20s today with the decisions that they're making. And it could literally be part to blame with their brain not being fully developed because of too much tech. Oh, you're dropping the bombs. Unbelievable. Okay, don't go anywhere. I want you dropping more bombs. We're going to take off for a couple seconds here. Fantastic words from our sponsors. They're the people behind this mission to help us bring people like Arlene onto the program. Stay tight. We'll be back to talk more with Arlene about tech gadgets in our home and how to stay safe right after this. Hi, this is Kevin Sorbo, and I want to introduce you to Equipping the Persecuted and their important work in Nigeria. The mission of Equipping the Persecuted is, as the name states, to equip our brothers and sisters in any way that we can. People in Nigeria are suffering at the hand of terrorists for their faith in Jesus. Sadly, very little is being done to create a lasting solution. That's where we step in. Our goal is to protect, rebuild, and strengthen families in both body and spirit. We are prepared with the resources necessary to respond after an attack. We provide medical aid, food, and a team to pray and comfort victims. Our persecuted brothers and sisters need your help. Take action today with a monthly gift of $20 or more at equippingthepersecuted.org. That's equippingthepersecuted.org. Thank you for your time.
With all of the recent changes in the political and financial markets, there has never been a better time than right now to invest in silver and gold. When governments simply print billions of dollars in paper money in hopes of solving financial shortfalls, you know that it is time to buy and hold assets of true and lasting value. Free information is available to you right now by calling 888-747-3309. Whether you are a new investor or you're interested in preserving the value of your retirement accounts, we make it easy for you to make smart decisions for your financial future. The specialists at Cornerstone are here to serve you, work to satisfy your retirement goals, and communicate with respect. Call us right now at 888-747-3309. That's 888-747-3309. Or visit us online at cornerstoneassetmetals.com. That's cornerstoneassetmetals.com. I would be honored to come to your church, school, or even do a parent event in your community to share the Hollywood Exposed show, which talks about the negative side of Hollywood, drugs, sex, suicide, the evils of media, as well as giving fantastic life-giving entertainment options for your kids. It's a jaw-dropper. In fact, bring your teens and tweens to this event with you. It's super simple to get me to your town and to get that ball rolling. Just fill out the booking form at counterculturemom.com, and our staff will get back to you within minutes. I will give you an in-depth look at current pop culture and help equip you on how to create a healthy media diet for your kids in your home. Check out counterculturemom.com and click on the booking tab at the top of the page. Let's do this. Arlene, a fantastic information. You have my mind reeling. Unbelievable here. I'm, I'm going to tell all the kids, throw your tech stuff out the window. That's it. We're done. <laughs> but we're I done. know we got balance. We got balance here. Right. Um, there's something killer you put together for parents and grandparents. You have a free quiz that that we can take to see if our kids or grandkids are having too much screen time. That is absolutely phenomenal. Don't know if anybody else doing that. What does this quiz entail and where could people go to get it? I see it's happyhomeuniversity.com forward slash screen time quiz. Is that the best spot? That's exactly right. So you can subscribe there um, to get my monthly resource and you will get this quiz right away. And it's basically a very simple quiz that you can just take. And it, it works for adults too, to be honest with you. And you can have your kid take it and then talk about it together. And I think awareness is helpful and also being intentional. Because if you're just neutral about your devices, they will take over your home. They'll take five minutes and 10 minutes and half an hour, then two hours. And you'd be like, where did my child go? I haven't seen them for two weeks. And so you have to be intentional. And I think that's what the quiz helps you do is to realize where are our weak spots? Where do we need to shore up? And what you said earlier is so true. It is balance that, you know, we're not like, oh, you can't touch this ever. You know, like there are many useful things of technology. We get that. But that we're also showing the other side of what is it keeping you from doing? What are the things that it's hindering you, you know, and, and help your kid really grasp that they have their own personal goals as kids, you know, whether they're 5, 10, 15. And we want to help you as parents reach those goals. And a lot of times your tech, it's not a tool towards your goals. It is really like just stopping you. It is, it's putting you on an off ramp that you don't want to go on. I, I love it. I, I absolutely love it. So this technology quiz to find out if you are doing a bad job as a parent and having too much screen time in your home. <laughs> That can be found once again at happyhomeuniversity.com forward slash screen time quiz. You can also find that surrounding this episode. If you go search at counterculturemom.com, click at the top, watch show, find Arlene and I chatting about this and you will see this link 
right there underneath the episode. Fantastic insight. Okay, I know parents are dying to find out what advice can you offer to get technology more in check in the home? Let's say parents mm-hmm. are like, oh my gosh, that's our problem. Help me now. Yes. How do we get you so- in the home? So I truly hope that as you're listening, you haven't felt like, oh no, like this. No, you're here. And that's so important. And I struggle with this too. I look at my phone too much. I check my text too much. So I am there with you. I was laughing out loud when I saw this. You sent us some pictures here. Your son. I love that. He graduated and didn't need a phone to succeed in high school. Oh, yeah. I know. Valedictorian public school, San Diego. So, you know, we're not under a rock. So he did. He did pretty well. Was he into surfing? Did he go out, go out in the waves? He don't surf. He, he mountain bikes and skis. Those are his things. And he loves Nerf guns. So Nerf guns, mountain biking, skiing and piano. Those are kind of chess. Those are kind of his loves. That's so killer. My oldest son loves chess. All four of our kids play instruments. I think it's so key. They could form a band. I, I, I got to get them in the mix. Of, yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll come out to San Diego and we'll do that in the beach with your kids and do a Nerf gun war after that. Be awesome. This one had me rolling even more. Your daughter says that even though she didn't have a phone or social media, she still does have friends. Go figure. This is just ridiculous. Uh, bomb-filled episode. I, I tell you what. Okay, key question. Parents, grandparents with the holidays coming up, how can they compete? Give us a one-minute synopsis here on how they compete with the lure of video games, social media, and YouTube around the holidays when families all together. Chocolate chip cookies, warm out of the oven, walks around the neighborhood looking at lights, going knocking on doors, Christmas caroling, grandma and grandpa in front of the Christmas tree telling stories of, hey, when I was your age, this is how we celebrated Christmas and this is what my best friend was like and this is the year my heart was broken. I mean, kids, when they connect in real life with you, with food, with activity, like do things together, we play ultimate Frisbee together as a family. I just do it because my family's doing it. So you don't have to be great at it. Just get out there and do something, but do things with your kids, put all the screens away and your kids will gravitate toward that. And they will actually start craving it once you give it to them. You have an amazing film called Screen Kids in Their Own Words. And I'm going to find out more about that right after a word from our sponsor. The International Labor Organization recently reported the number of people trafficked globally has risen from 40 million to 50 million in the last five years. Most are women and children bought, sold, or traded into sex trafficking. Rescue One Global, a faith-based nonprofit, answered the call to fight for those enslaved in the U.S., Thailand, and the Philippines. Their mission is to prevent the victimization of at-risk populations, rescue those trapped, and restore survivors through their multiple global recovery initiatives, including providing emergency shelter and residential programs. Rescue One has served nearly 800 survivors from newborn to the elderly and provided over 14,000 therapeutic services because of faithful partners like you. To make your tax-deductible gift, text TINA to 44321. That's TINA to the number 44321. Let's rescue more lives together. Have you ever wanted to start a charity or ministry? Launching a nonprofit can be time-consuming, expensive, and overwhelming. If you have a vision and mission, but don't know where to start or how to raise donations, Capstone Legacy Foundation is your solution. Their ministry charity project allows you to receive tax-free donations without the expense and hassle of forming your own 501c3 and in less than 48 hours. 
This ministry partnership fund is exactly how Counterculture Ministries got its start, and we grew quickly. Capstone Legacy Foundation handles all your legal and accounting paperwork, allowing you time to develop the ministry and message God gave you. Call Capstone today at 610-688-8890 or check out capstonelegacy.org for more information. And tell them Tina sent you. Partner with Capstone Legacy Foundation to transform our culture for Christ and get your nonprofit started today. All right, Arlene, you have an amazing film. Like you've got time with everything else what you're doing here, even with the D-Tech business, but it's called Screen Kids in Their Own Words. I'm going to show a quick little video clip for everybody here, but it's happyhomeuniversity.com forward slash film, happyhomeuniversity.com forward slash film. Screen Kids in Their Own Words, the film. You get to meet the family. Check out this short video clip. This had me rolling as well. You have a fun family. You're on the computer, dog, get off. My friends, normally they don't ask me so much about video games. They ask me how I live without a phone. People are looking at you like you have a third eye. Like, what is wrong with you? Do you not know that these devices exist to keep in touch with your children? The window is shutting. We only have like 18 summers with our kids or 18 years. The thing about YouTube is there's definitely good stuff on there, but it's engineered to keep you on. It's a, it's a black hole that doesn't have an ending to it. Kind of has the same problem like social media does. You just like lose track of all time. I have friends or people that I meet, they'll ask me if I have Instagram or things like that and then I'll tell them I don't and they'll be like, honestly, good for you. We barely brushed the surface today, honestly. I could have you on for three hours and, and not get bored here. So be sure to check out your amazing book, everybody. Tune into it. The five skills every child needs in a tech-driven world. Arlene, keep at it. You rock. Thank you for helping me navigate technology here in the Griffin Gang home. Thank you so much for having me, Tina. I love your enthusiasm. Thank you so much. If you're trying to think of some sweet Christmas gifts for the women in your life, go to caruso.com where you can get your hands on one of these sweet teas right here. God loves country girls. Oh, yeah. Caruso.com. At checkout to save 15% off your order, put in Tina15, Tina15, no spaces, to save 15% off your entire order at caruso.com. Thanks for joining us for the Counterculture Mom Show with your host, Tina Griffin. For over two decades, Tina has traveled the globe exposing how pop culture is glamorizing harmful behaviors without showing the consequences and how these messages are wreaking havoc on today's youth. Through radio, TV, podcasts, and our app, Counterculture Ministries is reaching millions every week with a biblically-based message for hope for today's teens and their parents. But we can't do that without your faithful prayer and financial investment. If you appreciate the ministry of Tina and Counterculture Ministries, would you prayerfully consider a generous gift right now? We have a donor matching dollar for dollar. You can give securely online by visiting counterculturemom.com or by texting the word DONATE to the number 55444. That's counterculturemom.com or text the word DONATE to the number 55444. Every dollar is doubled. 
If you love this show, you can stay up to date on the latest critical issues affecting your family by catching all of our weekly episodes with resource links, signing up for our e-newsletter, and downloading our Counterculture Mom app, where you get timely pop culture alerts. Visit counterculturemom.com for more details. And be sure to join us next week for another edition of the Counterculture Mom Show with Tina Griffin, where we are rewriting Hollywood's script for our kids. 